Hi, thank you for joining me once again. Now, if you want to provide a more holistic and, um, let's say, higher perspective for deeper healing in your practice through using your intuition, um, and what I'm talking about here is not just an amateur or average intuition, but a really high level and advanced or professional level intuition, you need these three important things. If you're a mentor, coach, trainer, yogi or healer, and you sense there is more to your path and this universe for you to discover, and you don't want to wait until you cross over to the other side to find out the answers, then you're in the right place. Using your intuition doesn't have to be vague, inconsistent, draining, or filled with uncertainty. You don't need to be born in a family of psychics. You don't need crystals, pendulums, oracle cards, or years of meditation. What you need is a practical, structured methodology to access, understand, and use your natural intuitive gift. I'm Desiree, a self-taught intuitive, and I've spent more than a decade helping purpose-driven souls heal karmic and ancestral patterns through various spiritual wellness therapies. I'm on a mission to help you align with your highest calling by mastering your soul's intelligence. And in this podcast, I will share how. So if you're asking yourself, will this even work for you in your practice? The first thing that you need is to know that you're already intuitive. So if you already know that you're intuitive, if in your wellness practice, um, when you're serving clients, you have sensed that there is a bigger picture, that there might be something missing. If you maybe don't have quite a logical explanation for that missing thing yet, but you sense that it's true, if you when you're seeing clients have this inkling that whatever problems that your clients come in is, you know, there's a bigger picture and it's not isolated to that problem that they come in. Um, very often the problem is here, that they come in, you know, they come in the problem here. Um, but the real issue, the truth of the matter, the heart of the matter is there. <laughs> Um, and you may not be able to quite put your finger on it, um, or maybe you do, but you're unable to kind of form that connection. So it's all coming, you know, not really from something that you can quite explain, but you have a sense, a feeling, um, maybe even a knowing. Um, so let me give you an example. Um, well, before the example, um, how sometimes you can tell this is when you, you know, have a client who either comes in repeatedly um, and just can't to can't seem to um, 
let's say, complete her healing. Um, and she comes in either with a recurring or a repeated issue, she's stuck in a loop, or she comes in, um, doesn't resolve her issue, and doesn't come back, right? And so either way, there isn't this kind of permanent desired result, okay? Or even if she, you know, you help her achieve her um, desired, you know, outcome, um, you sense that there is something greater at work here and that that so-called problem or issue is just simply a sign or a signal for more. Now let me give you an example. Um, so let's say, um, you know, you, you have a client that comes in and again, depending on your wellness practice and, you know, what you know, modality you practice and how you practice, um, that client might come in with something physical, maybe like a headache. So, um, a, you know, a, a kind of a somatic symptom. Or she may just come in and say, um, you know, she doesn't feel balanced, right? So if you're an energy worker, it might be, okay, she doesn't feel balanced. Um, she may say she feels really off, ungrounded. Um, or if you are um, maybe doing coaching work, um, she might come in and say, oh, I, you know, I just can't seem to focus, right? Um, and whatever issue and problem that your clients come in with um, is rarely the core and the heart, you know, the, the heart of the, the, let's say, the, the whole picture and the, you know, all of it, right? Complete picture. Um, and, you know, Again, depending on what you know, what you practice, it might be energy healing work. You may, um, you know, if you are doing coaching work, you may help her with this focus. You may help her with, um, you know, her her uh, time management. Um, you know, and it's you might approach the issue and the problem as a kind of you know something that is related to her performance, um, perhaps. Okay, again, that depends on your practice. Um, if you are well-versed in the psycho-emotional um, kind of healing, um, you know, you might actually get down to, okay, so, you know, what, what emotions is it that you're feeling and um, what is the real issue here? Um, you know, is this, you know, maybe she can't focus, she's been feeling sad, right? Um, and perhaps you have this sense that her headache or her sadness or her lack of focus is linked to something more. Right, and so you may employ whatever tool, whatever technique that you um, use, and whatever that you do best, right, um, and still have this intuitive sense which you cannot explain. And you know, um, of course, it, you know, there's a limit to how much your you know clients may also reveal to you, right? But you just sense there's something more, right? And you know, what if I told you? Um, that perhaps the same, you know, um, lady um, is, or maybe, maybe you detect this, or maybe through your uh, coaching questions, or you know, you know, you detect that. Well, um, it seems like she is in some kind of unhealthy, you know, relationship, um, and it might be something that's a bit more, that's more towards the toxic side, right? And this is. Um, really the thing that's affecting her focus, making her feel sad, you know, um, and maybe causing her headaches, 
right? Um, but you still maybe sense that there is more to it, right? Um, or even if you don't, even if you just kind of know like, this is somehow connected, right? <laughs> um, and if you don't have any kind of logical explanation, you may get this intuitive, intuitively but not really understand how, um, maybe understand the relationship between you know, those things. Um, or even if you do, you may not have a model for which to explain to your client how that is happening. Okay, and some of you may already be familiar with, um, you know, um, uh, let's say the links between, um, you know, physical or body and mind and emotions. Um, you know, I'm guessing that if you are a wellness practitioner and you've been doing this for some time, then, you know, you know that it's all connected. Um, you may even have read um, Louise Hay's books and, you know, she has a really good guideline and glossary at the back which kind of gives you um, a general idea of how some things are related, okay? But maybe even looking at that, it doesn't quite connect to, you know, what's in front of you, right? But the fact is, you're already receiving, in you know, information and detecting something is missing or that there's a bigger picture intuitively. And this is the first most important, um, not most, but it's the first important uh, thing that you need to have um, before you can do this work well. Um, now, the second thing that is important for you to have is the desire and intention to let's say, go beyond. Now, you may already be a lifelong learner. You may be very interested in you know, personal growth. That's why you do what you do. Um, but what is really important here is not just the willingness to learn, but the willingness to unlearn. The reason for this is Deep intuitive work is really a soul connection and it's an internal process. And it takes a lot of unlearning and a lot of letting go of the externals, letting go of everything you've been taught to dive into yourself to really find the truth. And so if you are, you know, someone who wants to know, Right? Because there are practitioners who are like, well, you know what, as long as my client's getting um, the result or you know, there is some kind of outcome, they're happy, I don't need to know um, and it's not important. Um, but if you are someone who is you know, the kind who's curious, who really wants to know like, what is really going on here? Why is this client stuck in a loop? Right? Why is this really happening? Because a headache is not just a headache. Um, you know, um, being unfocused or procrastinating or having sleep issues is not just isolated to that, that particular thing. Right? Um, and so if you are someone who wants some kind of solid, tangible wisdom for which to understand what you're detecting, um, if you want the answers to, or you're someone who seeks the answers to, you know, problems, 
and you're willing to let go and to unlearn um, because sometimes the answers and you're ready for the truth right because sometimes the answers are simple sometimes they lie outside of your wellness practice outside of your expertise or the tools that you practice um, sometimes they are so simple that you know it's simply the awareness that your clients need in order to resolve that energy and that issue um, You see, intuition is, the role of intuition is very different from, so instincts, the role of instincts is for survival, all right, and it's biological programming. Um, the role of your conscience, right, is judgment, right, determining right, what is right or wrong um, so that we can ultimately fit into society a lot better. And so I would argue that even conscience is often taught, it's often, you know, you're taught from a young age what is right or wrong, right? Um, but intuition, the role of intuition is truth. So you have to be ready to hear the truth um, and be willing to let go and unlearn everything that you know, um, you may have known to be true up to this point. So the third thing, the third important thing that you need to have is the willingness to practice, right? Now, proficiency requires practice. We are all intuitive, but to different levels and a different degree. And so to move from amateur or average to proficient and advanced requires practice. You know, um, I've talked about muscle building, like we all have muscles, so we all have intuition. Um, but, you know, why one person is stronger than another, um, you know, is really practice. How much do you use these muscles? Um, how much are you, you know, you know, working out or, you know, um, toning up and practicing, basically, right? So are you, you know, ask yourself, are you willing to put in the work until you get the result that, you know, that result and the result to the level that you're seeking? And sometimes putting in the work is not just about doing, but not doing so if for example what's required for you um, is to practice abstinence from certain things are you willing to do that to get to the proficiency um, that you wish to have <laughs> so i'm just reading some of the comments here willingness to unlearn i did that and it was most beneficial Willing to put in the practice. Yeah, I mean, for sure, um, at least in the program, in the intuition program um, that I conduct, the ones who, I mean, there's a direct relation, you know, relationship between the ones who practice, you know, the more you practice, the more proficient you are. It, it is that simple, 
right? And I think that can be applied to anything that you wish to master, right? Because um, we all have the potential, we all have the potential, um, but to reach a level of mastery requires practice. All right, so if you already know you're intuitive, if you're already detecting the signs, the signals, you're already noticing that, you know, even if you can't put a logical explanation to something, um, there is a missing piece, there is a bigger picture, there is more, um, then what really lies ahead or what's available to you, I mean, it's... <laughs> I sometimes find it, even till today, really hard to describe. Um, but imagine being able to amplify your deep connection with your soul, with your true essence, right? And to be able to do this intentionally whenever you need. Uh, to be able to have such clarity, I mean, it's... It can be so clear that, number one, you can't ignore it anymore. Number two, you know, you go from really clarity to believing, to trust, to deep knowing. And when you truly know, there is nothing that is external that can sway you. Because you know. Okay, so I have a question here. Is it like cycling or swimming? Once you've mastered it, you can't unlearn the skill. It becomes second nature. Um, so when I talk about unlearning, um, that's not what I'm referring to. Um, I would say that the practice makes it second nature, for sure. Um, so, you know, with the practice, with training that muscle, it, you know, it, let's say even when you're not intentionally tuning in, your day-to-day -day intuition increases, right? Um, it doesn't increase in a way where it's intrusive, but it definitely, you have a heightened awareness for sure, right? But when I actually um, talk about unlearning, what I mean is, if you, if you, if you think about, oh God, there's a word I want to use, but I don't know if I pronounce it correctly. It's spelled... A-D-A-G-E, adage. I, I, I can't pronounce this word. Um, but it's the so-called truisms in life, the things that we assume um, are true just because we've heard it so many times. Okay, so uh, an example of that is, you know, um, for example, you need to work hard to achieve success. Okay. Um, in the intuitive process, for example, it is so much more about receiving and allowing than pushing, doing, or trying to, like, sweat for a result. This episode is brought to you by the Soul Intelligence Intuition Program. The program is for wellness practitioners to develop a reliable divine connection they can authentically trust 
and to understand intuitive messages clearly by becoming intuitive readers. Application opens only a few times a year to a select few. So if you want to be among the first to be notified, get yourself on the waitlist now by visiting www.soulintelligence.sg. Okay, so when I say practice, you know, that practice is important. It is important, but you don't necessarily have to push really hard to get a result. And in fact, the intuitive process is really a feminine energy process um, where it is more, let's say, the inaction or the less action that you take, the greater the result. Okay, it's more a natural allowing. And yeah, and that's kind of what I mean by unlearning. Okay, um, and there's just, just so much more unlearning to do in this process. Um, because most of us, well, actually I want to say all of us, we are natural intuitives. We are naturally receiving anyway. And it's just that we may not have that level of proficiency, we may not have that clarity, and we don't have that clarity, we don't have the understanding, then we're less likely to believe, to trust, and to even connect with that deep knowing. So, um, Let me see what else I have here. Yeah, so, um, you know, some of you may have watched, like, the other um, video of mine um, where I, you know, gave you the analogy of the forest, um, the forest and the clearing. And so if you had this eagle-eyed view um, from above and, you know, your client's trying to get through the forest to the clearing, right, um, and if you're able then to have this higher perspective, this multi-dimensional view, if you can translate the signposts and the signs to him, you can help him identify the Sherpas and the guides, you know, um, and to, in a way, provide him the map. The map's not the territory for sure. Um, he still needs to walk the path. He, it's his journey, right? He decides whether he wants to take this route A or B, right? It's still his choice. Um, and you may even be able to provide the tools, right? I mean, in your practice, you're providing him tools. Um, you know, whether that is, you know, the backpack, um, mosquito repellent, for example, and perhaps you'll be able to clear the mosquitoes or prevent the mosquitoes from coming to him by giving him this mosquito repellent. But if he can't see the bigger picture, if he can't, get this higher perspective um, to really see the purpose, that sole purpose, what, um, you know, why, what this whole journey through the forest is about, <laughs> what that purpose is. Um, and if he's looping around and the forest is still a maze for him, right, then the thing about the mosquito repellent or even the best shoes is the shoes will wear out before he gets to the clearing 
the mosquito repellent will wear out before he gets, you know, through the forest. Um, and so it's not like, would you say then that a mosquito repellent didn't work or like the shoes were not good enough? So really what is available is when you're able to, you know, have or gain this holistic view and holistic, you know, we now know goes beyond just the physical, right? It's not just being able to see the entire body, you know, all together um, and as one, but the multiple bodies, right? So that's your energy body as well. Um, that is um, your emotional and you know, mental body, um, it's also being able to see the, um, called the soul's perspective, right? The soul plan, right? What is the higher learning here, right? Um, because if, for example, I connect back to the, the, the earlier example that I gave of that lady in your practice, now you may help her resolve her headache. You may even help her you know, be able to focus on her work, right? Um, but if the higher lesson, the greater plan here for herself in, in this situation um, is not just to get out of the toxic relationship. I mean, that is still quite superficial, right? I mean, it's like, oh, I trusted someone and it was bad for me. So the lesson is to leave the situation and never trust someone again. I mean... You know, don't trust this person again. Yeah, but if the real issue here is, let's say, not just about trusting someone else, but if the real issue here is, for example, being able to find the strength within herself, to honor herself and to truly experience herself as love, not just self-love and to love herself, but to experience herself as love, then you can be sure that even if she, even if this toxic, whatever, partner leaves her and she's so-called out of the situation, um, and you've helped her resolve the headache, you've helped her resolve the focus, um, the procrastination, maybe even the sleep, if she hasn't truly and fully seen what that whole situation was really about, she's going to find herself in another situation bringing up the same lesson of, you know, love. Uh, and so... If you see then that same client looping back or coming back with a different issue or like just keep coming up with issues or maybe she has a headache again and this time she's not in a toxic relationship or maybe she's in another one, right? You know, is it really that your tool isn't good enough and you need to, you know, again, if you are already a practitioner, go like level one, two, three practitioner and then get another certification and then... Uh, you see, if the if your client who's navigating that forest understands what the whole purpose of, I don't want to call it a game, but let's say the game of getting through the forest to the clearing, what that really is, what the goals are, what the, and the higher goals are, um, you know, um, 
if he understands what really matters, then your mosquito repellent or your good shoes or whatever it is that you provide him takes him this far um, until he meets someone else perhaps. But then his entire journey, if he's he has that focus, he knows what to focus on, right? That higher purpose, um, that reason, that why, that root, right? Him understanding that is going to take him the distance, even without you. Even after you've done your work and he carries on in his, in his life because that is what the higher purpose uh, really refers to. So, um, let's see. Once we learn to go into the intuitive state, it becomes like our language. I don't really understand what that means. Um, so my view is that our intuition is really the voice of our soul. It's the voice of it's it's the voice of our deepest essence. Um, and learning how to hone, develop your intuition, how to master it, involves many things. Um, and one of them is learning the language of how of of your soul, the, the language that your your intuition speaks or your soul speaks, right? And being able to break down that language, that is one aspect of it. Um, I don't know if I'm answering your question because I'm not really clear about your, your question. Um, but really the process and understanding is just such a and even having a method is just a really small part of this entire equation it becomes a skill that is natural to us without practice if you practice enough it becomes um more natural in your day-to-day -day for sure um i don't know if you caught the video with um angeline the yoga teacher um and she described it that way as well. You know, she says she said that you know there are times where, um, you know, after she's developed her intuition, even when she's not necessarily intentionally tuning in, um, you know, she may be cooking, she may be relaxing and doing something else. Um, all the connections come, right? Um, so yes, for sure, right? However, um, yes, your day to day intuition um, will for sure go up. Um, however, the practice is required. Like, I mean, even for me, right? Um, when I am disconnected for too long, right? If I am not actively using it, right? For sure, you know, um, it's... Let's say, you know, yes, you may never lose that skill. You, you'll always be able to ride the bike. Okay, great, you get it. Um, you know, once you learn how to ride a bike, you can always ride a bike. But like, if you haven't ridden a bit a bike in a long time, then and, and you first get back up on it, you know, um, it, you know, you might be wobbly for a little bit, right, for a while. <laughs> um, but then again, if you put a pro biker, right, back on that bike even if he hasn't been on that bike for years but he spent 20 years of his life like riding every day like practicing like doing you know whatever stunts all of that you can be sure that getting back on that bike is still going to be smoother and easier for him than you know an average person who hardly rides 
Um, will there be a switch to turn it on and off after you hone the skill? Yes. So that's also a kind of a... Maybe a misconception, maybe a, 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 um, a concern that a lot of people have. Um, you know, what if I like turn this on? Like, I'm already an empath. I'm really so sensitive. Like, does this mean like it's gonna drive me mad because I'm gonna pick up everything? Um, so the thing is, picking up from everything all around you is not so much about honing your intuition or not, and developing that skill. It's about energy management. Okay, which means if you are an empath and you are really sensitive to your surroundings and to your environment, um, then you're going to be, let's say, affected or intruded upon anyway. And, and so even if you were not learning to develop your intuition, I would still recommend that you learn how to manage energy. And I, I mean metaphysical energy, not, you know, um, physical energy. Um, and so when you hone the skill, um, it's, it's actually the opposite. Um, and I'll explain what this means. Um, you'll learn how to, a part of it's preparation in honing the skill. And, and that preparation is being able to manage your energy, right? Being able to then quiet down everything that's around you ensuring that you're not picking up from around you um, because even for the empath all right or someone highly sensitive um, especially for them your intuition is most likely very strong but the problem is you're probably mixing it up with everything else that you're picking up and so you may hear it but it may be mixed in blended in with everything else that you're picking up from your environment, from other people. Yeah. Um, and so to answer your question, is there a switch? <laughs> um, it is not so much a switch off and on as it is. You have greater clarity and when you want to use it intentionally, you'll be able to amplify that clarity. Okay. Um, and so your question here about switching on and off, um, my guess is, you know, it's not about being able to turn your intuition on and off, but it's, is, is it, can I turn my sensitivity off? And sensitivity, um, like when you have a very strong developed intuition, it's not your strong intuition that will disturb you because you're too sensitive. It is the external stuff that you pick up that is actually intrusive. And part of honing your intuition properly is learning how to manage that. Um, and so, and, and in turn, your intuition also increases, right? But that's not the thing that is going to disturb you or um, be a problem for you because when you understand the voice of intuition um, and you're not mixing it up with your inner critic, your conscience, with your instincts, with you know what you, the other people are saying or the energy that you're picking up from your environment or from someone else, um, it is pure. It is um, uplifting. It is 
something that you will never actually want to turn off. Um, but I would say, and, and it doesn't necessarily come in a loud, intrusive way. Um, but when you do want to amplify it and turn it up, intentionally use it, you can. I hope that answers your question. Um, so thank you very much um, for joining me once again. And um, if you have these three important things, you're already intuitive, you're already sensing that there's something missing in your practice, um, you want to go from... You want to go from doubt to clarity to understanding to believing, trust, and then knowing. Um, if you have the intention and desire, like you want to hone these skills, you want to, you're willing to not just learn, but unlearn. Um, if you are willing to put in the practice to reach the proficiency, like the proficiency of an advanced uh, intuitive, um, the proficiency that you are seeking. Um, and I'd say that the proficiency that... Um, the level at which I, you know, help the students of the program attain or reach is advanced level. Um, because that is the level that's also required for you to gain that depth in your practice to be able to really go beyond um, and see the entire forest, the clearing, the land that that forest and clearing is on, um, to really understand the entire game, right? It's taking a peek into someone's soul path, not just someone else, your own, and then all souls. Because on that that level, um, we are all connected. And, and being able to see from that perspective is just beautiful. Because you can imagine that at that level, um, problems really cease to be problems. <laughs> uh, and that is why, you know, a lot of, people that come through the program just say, you know what, it's not necessarily that things around me have changed so much. Of course, there's still issues, but they just cease to disturb me. They cease to make me crumble anymore. I'm just better able to manage it. I can see through it. I understand what is happening and why. Um, um, and that is really where I'd say the magic and the power is. Um, so if you're interested um, and you want more information on this process, then just send me a direct message um, and so we can book a call together and I'll be able to tell you a bit more about the whole process and the structure um, of what I teach. So thank you very much and see you soon. Whether you are on your commute, walking your dog, running errands or just pottering around the house, I am so grateful that you're taking the time to tune in. Now, if you're curious about what goes on behind the scenes, I'm on Instagram as well. And if you have any questions about this episode, feel free to send me a direct message there. 
Now, if you found this podcast helpful, please share it with a friend and hit the subscribe button.